the Shame Watch TV, a guilt-free dive into those massive TV guilty pleasures that we can't help but love. Each season, we look at a TV series that we love, but society shames, or at least may have some side-eye for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping the public at bay while watching these TV series like the miracles that they are. This season, we'll be covering The Bachelorette. Yes, that's right. The Bachelorette is back, back in the time of Corona. We have waited this long for the trash TV to come back. I'm your host, Olivia Slap and Suarez. Now guys, I'm so pumped. I know Shame Watch TV season two, I kept saying, saying, hey, we're gonna do Supermarket Sweep. I still plan to do Supermarket Sweep at some point. And it just, what happened, just life kind of got busy and Thankfully, there's been a shakeup in The Bachelorette, which we'll talk about in just a second, which explains why it's premiering so late. Uh, we thought it was going to come in September, and it's happening October 13th on a Tuesday. Uh, on a Tuesday. Normally, we have these episodes on the Patreon feed. We are going to have the whole season on Patreon. All you have to do is sign up for a tier for as low as $2 a month, and you get these episodes. It's going to be awesome. But this episode exclusively, the preview, we decided to also put on the free feed. So that way, like our, our weekly listeners can get a feel of what Shame Watch TV is like. And if they're interested, they can sign up to be a patron. Now, I've got a very special guest. Who do we have here? Miranda Suarez. What's up, everybody? It's me, ya boy. Woo! So for our, yeah, so for, oh, that's, that's great that you're pumped. So for our, <laughs> I was like, this is going to really suck if you're not pumped, because I was like, you better be pumped. Yeah. For people, okay. for people on the free feed who have never heard of you, um, or maybe they have actually, because you're a patron, so they hear your name at the end of every episode. What up? Yeah, so give us a little bit of context on who you are and your history with the Bachelor franchise. Okay, so uh, first things first, I'm a realist. Second, I'm Olivia Swatt's sister. Uh, so we have that connection. I think that's why our episodes are a lot of fun. Uh, third, I'm a 22-year-old female. I, I'm a teacher. I'm studying to be a teacher, and I'm just uh, really happy to be here. Educating so, America. Oh, and then for The Bachelor. Yeah, right. And then for The Bachelor franchise, I've seen one season, and boy, <laughs> was it a doozy. Which and one was I it? Actually, <laughs> that season, The Bachelor Presents, Listen to Your Heart, yeah. and it was, it was fine, it was fine, but, um, yeah, that was the experience, that was my first experience, and boy, I still think about it to this day. Uh, maybe that's how they hook you, but yeah, that's been my whole experience, and now here I am doing this. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back. I was trying to put the schedule together um, because for, you know, whether you're a fan of Bachelor Nation or not, you've probably heard there's been a shakeup this season. Our Bachelorette, okay. uh, yes, there's, well, COVID, yes, COVID obviously shook things up because normally the Bachelorette airs, like, it films in March and it airs in May and then it ends around July and then Bachelor in Paradise, which is the show where all the rejects go to Mexico. It's amazing. 
Um, that got postponed. And then this year was also going to be Bachelor Summer Games because the Olympics was supposed to be happening this year. And a few years ago, they had Bachelor Winter Games. And that spinoff was amazing. It was, it was just, it was, it was perfect. And so because of COVID, obviously, like, things got pushed back. Our Bachelorette this season is Claire Crawley. And so just to give you a little bit of context, whether or not you know her from previous seasons or not. So Claire was first on Juan Pablo's season. And I don't know if you probably don't know who Juan Pablo is, Miranda, but Juan Pablo was a very controversial. No. <laughs> yeah, no, but Juan Pablo was a very controversial bachelor. He, he was a dick. Was he like, was he like, um, damn, I was really trying to be slick and use my bachelor of knowledge from last season. Who was that annoying guy who got eliminated immediately? Michael something. Michael Michael Todd or something like that. Michael Todd. <laughs> Your favorite. Like, yeah, I was gonna bring him back and be like, is he annoying like Michael Todd? Ah, uh -huh, segue, but it no, no, this out. guy was like bona fide douchebag. Cause like no. they yeah, so they like he was a he was a fuck boy essentially. And um, new listeners who are just now listening to me and you're like, oh my gosh, Olivia just cursed. Sorry, there's an explicit warning. Um, basically, so she was on Juan Pablo's season. She was the runner-up. And when, in the finale, they, it's presumed that they, so they basically had sex in the ocean. I'm gonna just say that outright. And that's also just gotta be horrible sorry i keep it interrupting this, this, you. Keep no it's okay the salt no it's no it's okay it's it's something i've something i'm like yeah curious about you know and then the seaweed I, I don't know um and so basically though like he like in the finale though he doesn't pick her he picks the other woman nikki and he basically slut shames her and it's terrible so she tells him nikki or cindy or claire claire he slut shames okay. claire um, you can YouTube it. It's a great moment. And she's just like, you know, she's just telling him off and it's brilliant. And we're like, yeah, you go girl, you go girl. So then a few years, or she, she shows up on Bachelor in Paradise. And th there's one moment in Bachelor in Paradise where producers cut it, where she's talking to a producer, but they cut it to where it looks like she's talking to a, a raccoon on the beach. So that's like a gag. That's like a running gag on the show. And then she returned for Bachelor Winter Games, which is that spinoff that ABC put out while NBC had the Winter Olympics going on. And she got into a, a romance with this Canadian guy uh, from Quebec named Benoit. And Benoit was a cool guy, but, uh, but he got easily attached to her. And then she just wasn't sure if it was too fast, too soon. And then this German guy named Christian was also into Claire and she basically, he basically got mad at her because like, um, you guys who have, who saw this season, she, there was some situation with the jacuzzi, the jacuzzi. Um, and so she like dumped his ass and Benoit left, but then it, you find out at the end of the reunion that they had been dating and they got engaged on the show the on the reunion show for bachelor winter games whoa and then then they broke off their engagement like shortly afterward 
So Claire, she is a hairstylist from Sacramento, California. She's 38. She is the oldest bachelorette uh, that the show has had. And you know what? It's about time we've had, we've had an older woman because uh, the last few seasons have been relatively young people. Like, I'm talking about, like, the leads. Like, Peter was 27, 28. Uh, Hannah at the time, Hannah Brown, was 24. Colton was 24. So you're getting, like, all these young people, right? And it's just, like, I mean, like, some of these people, yes, they might be super mature, but it's, like, are you really looking to get married right now? You know, everybody's different. I can't speak for everybody. But that was just the whole thing. So to have Claire, where it's like, yes, like a woman who, who knows what she wants, you know, she's going to lay down the law. It's We've, different. Yeah. It's different. It's refreshing. Uh, the thing was, when COVID happened, uh, the some of the guys, like, obviously, like, when they release, they, you, ABC usually kind of gives a preview of the guys they're thinking about putting on the show, and they put it on mm -hmm. Facebook, and, like, people can comment on it. And there were a lot of really young guys on the show. And so people were like, like in their twenties, you, you know, usually there's like, I would have expected maybe like one or two people, but it was like young people. Like there was like a 23 year old in there. I'm like, what are you doing? And so people were mad. Whoa. Yeah. So people were mad. They're like, oh my gosh, cast, you know, cast some reasonably like aged people here. I mean, they don't have to be older than her, but they need to be a respectable age, you know, in, in the sense of like, you know, does it make sense? You know, she's yeah, like tailored to her, you know? And then, yeah. then Corona happened. And so they did, ABC decided to do some recasting. And it's been funny because some of the guys who got turned away, like they <laughs> posted on like their Instagrams and stuff like, oh, I, I, I'm not on The Bachelorette anymore, but I'm going to move to LA and follow my dreams. And that's how you know they're not there for the right reasons. So right. <laughs> it's like, there's even this Instagram, I haven't checked on it. Apparently there's an Instagram for like all the guys who got let go from that initial round of casting. And it's like them going on adventures. But I'm like, dude, what the hell? Like we're supposed to be social distancing. So very true. But a lot of the people in Bachelor Nation have not been doing a very good job like following basic rules um and so it's not, that hard, guys. <laughs> it's not it's not so as you can imagine they've had to recast and Miranda I'm also giving you context because I don't think you caught up with all of the stuff that happened over the summer so we we watched no. yeah we watched listen to your heart and that was an experience you can check that on patreon and then we hear rumors around August around August. So Claire, there's a share, there's a shakeup this season and we know what it is because it's kind of pretty much been confirmed, but ABC is playing it off as if we don't know. So I'm not going to give you all of the spoilers, but a big, a big twist that we're aware of is that Claire basically quits the show. She quits the show a few, yeah, a few days into filming because she falls in love with one of the contestants early. Oh, oh my God. I've heard about this. Okay. What did you, what did you hear? I think I heard about this on Twitter. I don't remember, but it was, it was on Twitter and I read something about how 
yeah, like somebody this season quit because somebody was like, I they found the yeah, dude, I remember this. I remember yeah. seeing this tweet or something. Okay, so this is and this is coming from someone who doesn't normally watch The Bachelor franchise. So that's not in my life. Yeah. Um, and now I'm, I'm pulling you back in and you're just like, I hate you even more. So <laughs> it's, yeah, you watch it. It's, it's not that bad. It's not like I'm pulling out teeth, but oh my God. No. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Miranda, Miranda Douglas in your heart, let's be honest. Um, so, <laughs> so basically that happened and they were like, oh my gosh, who are they going to what's you know like how are they going to go about this surely she has a contract so she kind of has to stay there for a while how who's going to be yeah. a replacement her replacement is none other than Tasha adams and Tasha placed second on colton's season and she is the second black bachelorette so i'm super pumped because Tasha is exactly like she like she was a front runner for like the last few last few years. We want somebody who's like older and mature. She's I believe she's in her early thirties. She's been married before. In Bachelor in Paradise, she briefly dated John Paul Jones. Uh, you can see Miranda. I'm showing Miranda a picture of John Paul jo- Jones right now. Um, he was very <laughs> interesting on Hannah Brown's season. Like he's like JPJ. Uh, and something about chicken nuggets. (laughs) No, it was weird. But they had a fling, right? But she hasn't really found anybody to her liking. So she's been casted as Claire's replacement. But from what we've been told, Taisha probably won't come in until about three to four episodes into this season. So now now there's a possibility some of these men that Claire may have sent home may come back they might recast new guys and then you also have like the leftover people so we're just kind of like you know like what is gonna what is gonna happen what what an interesting yeah thing to unfold especially for this hurricane of a show yeah and then like so then they're also shaking things up because as you can tell they're doing production in the middle of the pandemic and normally they have it in LA at the bachelor mansion they're at a resort they're at the La Quinta resort it's not just that regular La Quinta hotel like it's apparently this really snazzy resort in Palm Springs so uh they are they are there but they had to get tested like each contestant had to get tested I think one guy who I guess isn't there anymore. I think he got sick. So it's just like, it's just been this whole clusterfuck, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so that's why I had to give a little bit of context, uh, just so that way, you know, you, Miranda, and then just like the listener in general, if, you ha- if you've been sleeping under a rock, <laughs> you understand. Me too, one. boys, me too. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I'm rambling now. So we're going to go ahead and we are going to go and look through the contestants. I am super pumped. This is usually my favorite part of like, just, I love listening to all of the, all the preview episodes because I just love like, you know, like who, who can we expect? Who's going to be the villain? Who's going to be like the one? Yeah. All right. So we're going to start off with AJ. AJ is really, yeah, AJ is, is really, like, taking some risk here with the flesh-colored 
uh, <laughs> skin tone top. Yeah, here, let's, here, let's do this. Um, right off the bat, give me one word. Boring. <laughs> he looks boring. He's actually, he's actually really attractive. I think that that's what's going to make this podcast so fun is if we, at first glance, think of one word. Okay. 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 So, but so, um, I say boring. Okay. Uh, he looks, he looks sweet. That's my word. Okay. You're so nice. <laughs> AJ is 28. He's a software salesman from Playa del Rey, California. And his, his bio, which is most likely written by an ABC intern, says that he was a self-proclaimed California boy through and through. Uh, he's like, when he's not studying to get his MBA or killing it in the software sales game, he loves to enjoy the sun and head to the ocean for some surfing and beach volleyball. AJ grew up in a Muslim household, and thanks to a strong bond with his mom, whom AJ says he tells everything, I don't know if that's a red flag or not, yeah, but also, this person is not setting up AJ for success. No, no. Like, don't actually, maybe, like, it, maybe it's just so cliche that it's bad, but it's, the, the fact that he tells his mommy everything. This is, this is, AJ. I'm getting, I'm getting reminders of Peter and Barb. So, Bachelor Nation people will know that reference. Peter and Barb. So AJ, his bio says he has a serious respect for women. He wants to find a partner who will intellectually challenge him and keep life fun. Um, AJ certainly does not steer toward younger women. So they're trying to like, you know, pump him up because Claire is older. And um, some of the bullet points, some of the fun facts, because we're not going to like go through all of um, every, every part of the bio. So my best, uh, my best piece of advice listeners is to go to abc.com and actually listen to this and go through these bios with us. So you can kind of see what, you know, what we're looking at. Um, some fun facts. Uh, he learned how to make candles during quarantine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a hobby. Uh, <laughs> cool. Hey, cool. you know what? Basic bitches love candles. So yeah, our mom made candles. She candles, rocks. Ca yeah, candles rock. We and I'm a basic bee. So like, you go, we dude. Do. Don't take AJ to the zoo because he is terrified of tigers. I don't know if he's a fan of Tiger King. Okay. Probably didn't watch it. Oh, um, <laughs> AJ is a double Dutch master on the jump rope. It reminds me of jumping. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing about this bio that I'm like, yeah, this is who I'm, this is the man. Like, this is, this is like the guy. You And but you know what? And maybe for some women, he's the guy. But right. for me, I'm still incredibly bored. So I took some notes. Chris Harrison did like a Facebook live, I want to say like last week, two weeks ago. He says some comments, so I'm going to see if he said anything that stood out about AJ real quick. Um, night one, he makes a quote-unquote big first impression, and Chris says that he actually leaves a big first impression on Claire so much that it hurts. So, hmm, interesting. Let's okay, see. AJ. Let's see who me. That's going to be sad. Let's see who's next. We've got Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. Okay, what's your word? All right, first glance, please. Um, I, um, I need another second. 
Give me a second. You, do you have one? I would say polished. He's got like that button up polka dot shirt. Like he knows how to groom himself well. You know, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but um, he looks Republican. Uh, no, you're not wrong. Well, I mean, we, we don't want to- And I'm not trying to say that in any bad way. Right, we don't- Ben, I'm sure you're great, but he's just like, he looks like an- Here we go, here's a better word. All-American. There he's we go, I think that's boy. better. So, Ben is 29, he's an Army Ranger veteran from Venice, California. He is a sweet Midwestern boy with California dreamboat good looks. Uh, he actually graduated from the United States Military Academy at West Point. Uh, hello, that's hella hard to get into. And becoming an Army Ranger, uh, Ben suffered a life-changing back injury. So that obviously kind of, you know, threw a wrench in his life. See what I did there? Wow. Um, Miranda was called Bunch Throwing Squatters last season. And uh, <laughs> so after returning to civilian life, he made the decision to focus on his passion for health and nutrition. Uh, so he's a personal trainer, but he's like, the only thing missing is somebody to share it with. Uh, and of course, Ben is so ready to get married and is truly looking for the right woman to settle down and start a family. Um, yeah, he just, like, he seems like an all-American dude. Um, although it says on here, it says he's at least, he's looking for somebody to keep up with him on the dance floor, at least be willing to cheer him on when he jumps in the middle of the dance battle to show off some of his winning moves. What are your thoughts on that? I, maybe it's just because I'm so uncomfortable dancing myself, but even, I don't know, there's, I guess it just depends on the execution, because sometimes you'll see somebody just going off in the middle of the dance floor, and you're like, okay. And then other times it's like, sit down, it's embarrassing. Yeah. But I don't know what this guy would be, considering just all of him and what we just read. That's true. That's true. Um, so some of his fun facts, when he's in a relationship, Ben loves to show affection through writing love letters. Um, I am also kind of the same way but i will elaborate more on the spinoff pod baywatch on patreon at the seven dollar level with james fight what, what? <laughs> um his favorite <laughs> indulgence is an ice bath and then one once flew across the country to see a girl he had never met in person before what do you think good about thinking that? yeah it's, so, it's probably easier to do that when you're a male probably yeah um, so Ben, Chris Harrison said he's the gentle giant of the season. He's a big talker. He's a long talker. So when you get him started on talking, he won't be able to stop, pretty much like me. Um, he apparently has a great backstory, and he's a well-liked and a natural leader in the house. So let's, yeah, keep your eye on Ben. <laughs> oh my gosh, this next guy. I have so many thoughts on him. <laughs> this next guy is Bennett. Mira, I need your, I need your, I need your word. Um, maybe like a DILF? Mm. I'm just kidding. No. No, actually, you know what he looks like? He looks like, from the nanny, the Mr. Sheffield. Stop! Oh my god! You know what I'm maybe, maybe not exactly looks-wise, but like, the personality. So I'll just say, oh, I was going to say posh, but let's just call him Mr. Sheffield. 
I'm going to say, um, gosh, I'm just going to say like unique. Um, but I don't know. I think he's also just like very, I want to say wall street kind of vibes or real estate. Oh, like cocaine. No, I just like, I, so he's from, he's from New York city and he's a wealth management consultant. Uh, but the funniest thing I heard on one of the preview podcast episodes is uh, um, if you check out the podcast with Knox and Jamie, he said that he looks like a Tom Cruise sex pillow. Like flattened out a few times. Dude, yeah, I can see, I can see it. <laughs> He's got a Tom That's Cruise sex vibe. Pillow part, but the, yeah, the Tom Cruise vibe. That's <laughs> who thinks of that. Anyways. You need to listen to them. They're amazing. I love them. <laughs> um, but basically, Bennett is 36. And he, according to the bio, he is the total package. Handsome? Check. Great job? Check. Mature and ready to find his wife? Check. So why is he Check. single? You may be wondering. Well, according to Bennett, he hasn't always been the, <laughs> the quote-unquote, this successful and good-looking. Um... And then uh, he grew up in Atlanta. He attended what? Harvard, <laughs> where he says he finally grew into himself. And now he's a financial planner in NYC. And it's basically he accomplished his dreams. It's everything he could have ever wanted. Um, he takes morning yoga classes. And uh, he has Belgian loafers. God. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> And then, uh, according to Bennett, his high school girlfriend is the only girl he's ever had to work for, which gives off the vibe of, like, oh, women Damn, have, women flock to me. Yeah. What the hell? It's Bennett, always been... You <laughs> just told us you weren't always this successful and good-looking. Let's take a minute. Also, Bennett, I just... I What did... Oh, keep going, Olivia. So... Some bullet points, and then I'll get to Chris Harrison's comments. Humidity at any level is a deal breaker for Bennett, which kind of confuses me because he grew up in Atlanta, which is probably humid. Yeah, right? Um, oh, here's this, this one as a skincare enthusiast. Bennett is man enough to admit that he likes to indulge in a relaxing face mask at the end of the day. Dude, this is, what I, this is my thought, and I, just, and I lost it, but I'm going to say it now. Bennett looked like the type of person to pack more than his wife so that way he could include things like his hair gel and his face masks. Like, he looks like he takes care of himself. And that's not a bad thing. Men, please, for the love of God, clean. I don't, how do you live with dirty fingernails? Yeah. But also, Bennett's, Bennett's like, he, he would pack more than his wife. For sure. No, I totally agree. And and Chris Harrison said he is quote unquote one of the most unique guys. He's oh. never met a pair of khakis he didn't like. Oh God. He's quote unquote, he's quote unquote really shy about mentioning that he went to Harvard, which goes to show that he's he probably talks about that he went to Harvard all the time. Cause have you met mm -hmm. somebody who's went to Harvard? Mira? I went to Harvard. Yeah. No. No, so I, I have not, but I, I can imagine that they probably, you know, say like, oh, I went to Harvard, you know, because that's, that's a, that's a proud achievement, but, you know, yeah. I feel like that's like, it's like, oh, hi, I'm, I'm Olivia, I went to Harvard, like, 
that's like me saying, hi, I'm Olivia, I went to UT, which I, I, <laughs> I'm wearing a UT shirt right now. Which you do do. <laughs> um, so Chris Harrison says, Bennett no, uh, is a gift giver, but what's in the box? Oh, I'm scared. I'm scared for his limo what's entrance. In <laughs> what's in the fucking box? Um, all right, so next dude. Blake Bennett's Monon. Like a, pop goes a weasel. Oh my What's god. Or like dick in a box, like <laughs> like the SNL song. So this is Blake, <laughs> this is Blake Monar. We have two Blake, we have two Blake M's this season, and usually when there's two people of the same name, they usually do like um first initial of a last name. But there's two Blake M's, so they had to actually say like his first and his last name. So what do you get from Blake Monar, Miranda? He looks he looks like he has something that is just gonna snap like if i feel like if he snapped he's a completely different dude than this smiling man on my screen yeah i don't know i need to think of a word i'm not even following my own game which is to think of one word no yeah we can we can say like Um, we can say a phrase how about that like it doesn't have to be like a word because i feel like one word is if we can get it in one word great but if not a few words is fine I want to say that this guy takes care of himself. Like he's really, um, not high maintenance, just like groomed. And I say that because he is a 31 year old male grooming specialist from Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> oh, Phoenix. <laughs> uh, oh so, so growing up, baseball was a big part of his life. Uh, he actually, uh, two years, he played in the major leagues we have some athletes like throughout the seasons of the show who have been like pro, but most of the time they've like either didn't make the cut or they were like on like the third string. I don't know. So like, if you really want to go check that out, I totally recommend you guys go research that. I didn't have time to go do that. So anytime they say that they went to the major leagues or whatever, I'm like, I kind of, it's, I'm like, yes, impressive. But I also kind of take it with a grain of salt. Cause I'm like, I've never heard of you before, so anyway, but I I also don't watch a lot of baseball, so baseball fans, get at me, come at me, so um, he had to go into early retirement because he had a debilitating neuromuscular injury, and he had to figure out, Miranda, like, what his next move in life was, and uh, he went to Phoenix. What's his next move, Blake? His next move, he uh, now owns and operates a cosmetic company. So he's a male grooming specialist. And at first you're kind of like, is he a barber? I kind of got the idea that he's like, he waxes like chest. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. It sounds like something different than just a barber. It sounds like grooming. That sounds like, you know, just cleaning up. Right. I don't know. But you know what? That's not like that's, that's not bad, though, because, I mean, he, we like men who take care yeah, of themselves, yeah. and, if, and if, if being, like, waxed and all of that is, if, if that's what you're into, like, yeah, you should probably have, like, an expert, like, somebody who specializes in that wax, because um, it hurts like hell if you try doing it by yourself. He doesn't have pets of his own, but he says he's everyone's first call when they need a dog sitter, okay? Um, he yeah. has never left the country. I can't judge him too harshly because I technically haven't either. Um, he loves to take his mom shopping. 
and he loves pancakes. So that's like solid. That's yeah. Probably and my favorite thing about him. He loves pancakes. This is the one who Chris Harrison said has incredible hair because I mean, look at it. It's, it's pretty notable. Um, but yes. Locked. Yeah. Is his hair good enough? We will find out. All right. Next, we've got the other Blake M. Blake Moines. Okay, Mira, what's your what's your phrase for him? Frat. Frat. I've got frat. L- I've got lumberjack. Either or. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm okay with both of those answers. Yeah. So Blake Moines is 29. He's a wildlife manager from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. 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 Oh, Canada. So, no stranger to putting in the hard work to get what he wants in his life. He studied every kind of wildlife management program he could get his hands on. Um, Apparently, according to that video with Chris Harrison, he owns his own falcon, like the actual bird. Uh, Dude, that's that's low-key badass. Yeah, right? Just like, dude, meet my falcon. Yeah. Like, if, if I was dating oh, a guy... give me one sec, I'm talking to my falcon. <laughs> that's better than, like... Hey, I'm feeding my falcon. <laughs> that's better than, like, dating a guy who's like, hey, dude, you want to meet my snake? And I'd be like, this is over. <laughs> like, like, my... Really? For your snake? Dude, I feel like... I don't know. I don't know what a guy would have to... Anyways, continue. Anyway, yes. So he's very outdoorsy. He's um, very all about protecting wildlife. We stand because as this, as this planet is burning, we need people who are willing to step up. Um, in the past, Blake spent his Saturday nights hanging out with his best friends, but now all of those friends are married and he's the last single man remaining. Ooh, no one likes to be left out, according to Blake. And so now he feels pressure to settle down and wife up. Now, I don't know if that's a good reason to, like, go ahead and just, like, sign up for this show, but, you know, gotta give yeah. every, every every avenue a try. Um, he's looking for, you know, a woman who's outdoorsy, beautiful, and fun, uh, and they have to be okay with his self-described potty mouth, which, same with, like, whoever is interested in dating me, because I have a very bad potty mouth. Me too. And uh, he's he's confident that Claire is the woman for him. Uh, he loves Ninja Turtles as much as the Ninja Turtles love pizza. So. That's, that's huge because the Ninja Turtles, they love their pizza. Yeah. And if it's really that serious, like. <laughs> dude, like, do you have, like, bed sheets, like, with Ninja Turtles? You know, I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, wondering. right. It's like, like do, do you go to conventions? All the characters. Yeah. yeah. Have you watched, like, all the series spinoffs? Yeah, he I probably, know. like, maybe he has, like, a secret blog somewhere. Like, secret blog about, you know, our podcast. I don't know. But in his spare time, he loves picnics, and he volunteers with a different endangered species every year. So, way to go, Blake Moines. Uh, according to Chris, uh, he pushes the envelope to spend time with Claire, and he makes some bold moves. So, that's... Bold. Uh, we're we're gonna keep an eye out for Blake Moines. Okay, this next guy, I've got some thoughts. Okay, it's Brandon. Oh <laughs> Here's Go ahead. Brandon. Go ahead, Jimmy. <laughs> this looks like somebody that would piss me off. Um, 
I want to say he's a DJ. Oh my gosh. So Does he I, look like a DJ? A little bit, and I've dated a DJ, so I, I guess, yeah, he definitely has some vibes. Um, for me, I got Bumble Fuckboy. So, like, the guy, yeah. the guy that you're on Bumble with, and you're like, okay, I know to swipe, I probably should swipe left, because he, he put something casual on, like, what he was looking for, but he's also really hot, so I'm gonna swipe right, even though it's probably not gonna work out. <laughs> um, that's, that's me, just anyway. So he's- He also, yeah, he also just looks like the guy who's, who's like, yeah, I'm hot. And that's not a bad thing either. That's not a bad I thing. Like, like, I feel like I'm not, yeah, that's not a bad thing. But he definitely looks like he rolls around like that. Yeah. I mean, like, if, if you're, if you've got it, flaunt it. I mean, I've talked about it on the free feed and on the Patreon, like, thirst traps. I'm the thirst trap queen. So, um, I feel like he's a thirst trap guy. Uh, so Brandon is 28. He's a real estate agent from Cleveland, Ohio. And, okay, get this. He's an Italian stallion in the prime of his life. Is he Rocky? Like, does he think he's Rocky? The Italian stallion is the best analogy that you could come <laughs> up with. I'm like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. But basically, he's one of vomit. I don't know. He he was uh, a real estate agent and a model in New York City, but now he's ready to head back to Cleveland, um, where he grew up to start and start a family. Um, oh my gosh, a nice Midwestern boy with the abs of an A-list movie star. Like truly, like whoever wrote this, I don't I don't even know. Really? You need to get paid more <laughs> because this is really something. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, he, Brandon's dream girl will never say no to going on a spontaneous adventure and will be the ultimate teammate in raising their family. He's never had trouble getting a date. Okay. Yeah, we kind of established that. And he loves to date older women. Uh, so some facts about him. He loves being his own boss. He has a phobia of dancing. I'm kind of interested to hear about Felt that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that started. And, oh God, oh God, he is the first to admit that he wore way too much Ed Hardy back in the day. Mm. That says Oof. a lot. That says a lot. Um, Chris Harrison says, the, um, the thing with Brandon is that he says something to Claire with good intentions. He meant well. It seemed like a compliment, and we'll see if Claire took it that way. That's very much code red for she didn't, you know? Yeah. Right? Mm. Right? The way that Chris Harrison said that? Like, yeah. Like, that sounds like red flags. Okay. So, next guy, we've got Brendan. Brendan. Okay. Bro, this dude looks like he's from Greece. His cheekbones? What? This dude looks different. This guy's different. All right. Um, I got Tom Hiddleston. He's got some Hiddleston vibes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I would explain this to you. He, I'm, yeah, my words are built different. Mm -hmm. That doesn't make much sense, but no. I promise you it makes sense. Yeah, and, and the curls on the top as a curly-haired person, Miranda, what do you think about that? Yeah, blue eyes. He has really defined cheekbones. I do love curly hair. I, having it myself, I appreciate and I love 
a person with curly hair because I know they know. I know they know everything that I'm talking about. So I'm sure this guy has a lot of stories about his hair. I have a lot of stories about mine. But he looks different. All right, so let's, let's see what he's up. All right, so Bren is. Brendan is 30. He's a commercial roofer from Milford, Massachusetts. And he is a sensitive soul who is ready to share his life uh, okay. with a special woman. <laughs> Why? That was quick. Maybe it's just these <laughs> ABC producers, but every time I'm always like, okay, yeah, let's get this in a shot. And then it's like, he's got a six-pack six bod. <laughs> he's a sensitive soul. Well, when he's not busy, he takes long walks on the beach. Oh my god. <laughs> well, this guy, he lost his dad at a young age, and so he knew that his purpose in life was to be a father. Aww. Um, and so he, uh, he relocated to Los Angeles, but he moved back home to Massachusetts to work for the family roofing business and be closer to his family. Um, he loves some good true crime. Mira, you love true crime. That's true. Forensic Files. Crime. <laughs> good show what? Um, Netflix it's on there <laughs> Brendan is all about that initial attraction when meeting a woman and uh, some fun facts about him he can juggle curious to see if he's gonna whip that out in the show I hope not <laughs> <laughs> right, would you be attracted to somebody who juggles not if they're trying to impress me like I think they would have to subtly bring it up. Like, I don't think they could be up, come up to me and be like, look what I can do. Like, I think it would have to be one of those things where I'm like, hey, can you juggle for whatever reason why I would ask that question? And then you'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm a professional juggler. And I'd be like, what? So it's something that he shouldn't brag about, but I would find interesting if it suddenly came up like that. Yeah, that's true. Although this is probably something that he probably shouldn't mention. His buddies from home call him B-Money. Be money. Money. I, um, I'll never do that again. Oh Brent, <laughs> Brendan's signature look is a turtleneck. How do we feel about that's, that? Dude, dude, yeah, no, that's literally the vibe because this man looks different. And he, I feel like this man can probably dress himself really well. Mm, he yeah, he's wearing his blazer. He's good care. Yeah, I feel like he also almost takes as good of care of himself as. Bennett, as good as Bennett was the one that you said would pack more than his wife. Probably Blake right. Bonar. So I think that this guy, I yeah, I feel like this guy is kind of the same. Maybe to not Bennett's extreme. I really hope that that's true about Bennett. But he also looks like his signature look is a black turtleneck or like a navy, and nice slacks, khakis maybe, and those freaking sh shoes. They're th like the Gucci shoes, the male Gucci shoes. I know you know what I'm thinking. Not those right? Belgian loafers. They're not Gucci shoes. <laughs> No, fuck those. <laughs> for, for the sake of like completing this man's aesthetic, I also feel like he would have a, maybe a gold chain, like a dainty one, mm. or a piercing in his ear. Dude, if I watch this show and he is dressed up like the person in my mind that I'm thinking of, I'm going to find this man. <laughs> All right. You heard it. Here. I, I just, you, <laughs> you heard, heard it here first, boys and girls. Yeah, you heard it here first, guys. Brendan is apparently Miranda's soulmate. 
we shall find out. No, well, like, he, there, is, I, there is something to say about a man who can dress himself. Mm-hmm. Retweet. Like, that's actually, yeah, that's actually really, really cool. Yeah. And what, let's see what Chris Harrison had to say. Uh, he has a Portuguese family, but he's also from Boston. Um, he's, yeah, it says, very humble, soft-spoken, but he quote-unquote turned it on when it counts the most. So I'm very intrigued with Brendan. He's a go-getter. Yes. All right. Next guy, Chasen. I don't even want to look at this dude. <laughs> okay. Something on just seems off. Okay. So this is my, this is my, this is what I, my first impression of him. His Instagram handle or his Instagram caption at some point has been, don't go chasing waterfalls. That's what I, 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 honest to God, I think that's what he has. I thought it was going to be something like chasing and winning, or like chasing and poems or something like that. But it's still, what, a, what an Instagram tag. Oh, gosh. What about, what are your first impressions? Um, that's a very bold, like, mustard-colored tea that he chose, because yeah. he's already very, t- like, he's got a lot of, like, golden vibes, you know? Yeah. There's also, I mean, you can't tell if he's fully smiling, and that's, under, I'm not trying to insult him, like, I just, there's something off about this picture, and yes, the white shirt is very daunting. <laughs> white shirt yellow shirt is very daunting <laughs> like that's really yellow and yeah he's already a very tan man anyways chasing who know, yeah who knows these guys could also be just like hotter on the show and in real life because these photos yeah. that abc takes are notoriously sometimes not great so fun yeah so chasen is 31 he is an it account executive from san diego california uh he grew up in the world of competitive swimming uh yeah that seems about right he looks like he has a swimmer's bod just yeah. based off of his off of his shoulders, like mm-hmm. um, the ultimate romantic. Chasen says he has never been close to getting married, but hopes to one day have a long and happy marriage similar to that of his parents, who have been together for thirty five years. You know, that's a good goal. But get this, Mira, after ending a two year toxic relationship with his coworker, Chasen says he is finally Fun. in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. He says he's finally in the right headspace to find his future bride. So, yeah. Um, would you get in a relationship with somebody you worked with? Real talk. No, I, I have had people be interested in me at my work. You know, because uh, you're, you're Not at my teaching job. Thank you. Um, but just, like, like, I remember there's one dude who would like switch shifts with people so he could be with me oh my gosh which job was that the the dog grooming or oh yeah yeah ice cream yeah i don't know i didn't he jason i don't know i don't know about this dude yeah so a little bit more about him yeah he uh he loves women who take pride in staying fit and can carry on a meaningful conversation without any awkward silences um, his nickname is Wolverine, uh, because according to his friends, he recovers and heals quickly. That's interesting. What know. is it with these lame-ass nicknames? I, I don't know, but I don't particularly care for them. And I, this is yeah, somebody, right? this is somebody who calls herself the Lioness of Shame Watch Pod. If you don't know that reference, 
listen to the blade trinity episode very beginning it explains itself (laughs) um chasen can't wait to get a golden doodle puppy one day again because he's he wants to do it he wants to post on instagram and get all the ladies excited i or put it on his dating app i i shit you not that's what that's the vibe i'm getting from him and oh Mira, he also yeah. once swam to San Francisco to Alcatraz wearing only a pink Speedo. Dude, yeah, the vibes are off with this dude. I don't know, maybe, maybe a fuckboy? Maybe. We shall see. Well, according to Chris Harrison, he has a great tan, although you couldn't tell how tan he was or really what he looked like by his arrival, which tells me, Miranda, he's probably going to wear a costume. God. What does that mean? Like, Usually, some people, when they get off the limo or whatever, they usually arrive in a costume. Like, Alexis Waters from Nick Vial's season showed up in a shark costume, but she told everybody she was a dolphin. Um, so, like, people people do that all the time. They do that, and they have to wear it the whole night, and night one is notorious for, like, taking forever to film. Um, and so... Yeah, I don't, oh, God, I'm getting weird. If I was The Bachelorette, and I'm not, I would not, if somebody showed up in a costume, it had to be something perfect. Yeah. And a costume? Come on, Jason, do better. Do better, Jason. We, I guess we will, we will see on October 13th. All right, next is Chris. All right, what do you think of Chris? He's handsome. He looks, he looks clean. Like, just, like, everything looks sharp, and, like, maybe it's the angle, but his hair, too. Looks like a clean boy. Yeah, although the the, the pose is, like, kind of awkward. He kind of looks like, oh, hey, didn't see you there. (laughs) Yeah, he kind of looks like you, yeah, yeah, literally, and, or you (laughs) ran into him. And he's like, ah, my bad. Like, that's the kind of smile, like, the gratitude smile. Yeah. That you give someone you bump into them. Yeah. Or just, like, or, like, sees somebody cute, goes up to a cute girl, kind of taps her, and just like, hey, I, I just think you're really pretty. And then, like, that's, like, the pose he, he makes as he's, like, about to walk away and turn, like, turn his back toward her. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, Chris. Never tw- see me again. Right. Chris is 27. He's a landscape design salesman from Salt Lake City, Utah. Nothing ever bad happens in Utah. (laughs) I hope people got that reference. (laughs) So he works in landscaping and he's hoping his relationship with Claire will bloom like the perfect rose. (laughs) Dude, I think it's the ABC writing. (laughs) These interns. way more yeah because no because no because it gets it gets worse because it says is after his last serious relationship ended in heartbreak he was unsure if he was meant for true love it took some time to pick up the pieces and now chris says he has his groove back is this like when stella got dude, how much do you want to bet? dude how much do you want to bet they dated for six months i'm just kidding can you imagine what him and his like, serious relationship yeah, a serious relationship that ended in heartbreak, and he was unsure if he was gonna, if he was meant for true love, and it took him a while to pick up pieces. How much do you want to bet that sounds like a 
15 year old six months seven months who knows well geez i i just imagine if it was true I feel kind of attacked because that's kind of been like all of my relationships and they haven't even made it to six no, months. Olivia, no. <laughs> no, Olivia, no. Olivia, no. Well, yeah, but would you call it a serious relationship? It kind of depends. Um, cause I had, I had one and it was very brief. It was like a whirlwind romance and it was serious. Like for me, it felt serious. And that was, it, I, I, you know, I, I didn't know how I, like, was going to move forward, so I, I kind of have some sympathy there, um, if it was six months. We don't want to assume that his heartbreak was from just a six-month relationship. Oh, yeah, I'm just a day. Yeah, no, I mean, it's okay. You're my sister. We jab at each other all the time. So, Chris hopes to find a woman who is sharp and witty, but also easygoing, um, she must also love to travel, Miranda, because apparently his goal in life is to travel to 200 countries, and he is, currently has 180 to go. <laughs> so, I mean, okay. 20, 20 is a lot. I've never been out of the country, so I salute him for that. But, um, I mean, if you got dreams, man, like, way to go. Um, you can't travel right now, but I hope you're able to do that soon, you know, once this vaccine comes out. Um, basically, oh, Chris hopes to have a, he hopes to have three or four kids, so he has a good reason to rock a minivan. That's fun. Uh, and, yeah, it says a lot about him. I don't know, I don't, we, we, we will just, we will see more about Chris. Um, apparently, oh god, as a kid, he ran and operated a coffee shop on his parents' front lawn, front lawn, so he could buy himself an electric scooter. Now, I bet, like, with all of the, uh, the bird and lime scooters and whatnot, he's living his dream. Sounds like a nerd. Yeah. So, let's see what Chris had to say about Chris. Uh, he's a great chef. He's a great cook. The guys really love that because he can throw it together. I'm really intrigued. All right. Next dude, we've got Dale. 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 Dale's hot. A former pro football wide receiver. Sorry, I didn't mean to get ahead of you, but that was no, what I was kind of looking for was that he looked like a like a football player. He looks athletic. Yeah, he looks athletic is like a really good term to describe Dale. Um just yeah. very, oh he also looks like what's his name? Jesse is it Jesse Jackson from Gray's? Jesse Williams. Jesse Williams. Jesse Jackson. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Jesse Williams. <That's> okay. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy does pop up in, in this in these Jesse bios. Williams. Um he does look kind of like Jesse Williams a little bit. Um, but a more athletic Jesse Williams. So Dale is 31. He is a former pro football wide receiver from Brandon, South Dakota. And he's a small town boy with big dreams of making an impact on the world. Uh, his mom passed away at a young age, but before her death, uh, he says that she taught him to always follow his passions and that nothing is impossible if you work hard. He played uh, Division I football and basketball at South Dakota State and then spent four years playing in the NFL, um, but now he's in New York and he pursued a career in sports wellness, consulting for sports wellness and lifestyle brands. I could totally see that, like just like 
it goes with his athletic persona. Dale is looking for a woman who wants him but doesn't need him and says that nothing turns him on more than an independent woman with strong convictions. I mean, that's that's the goal, right? I mean, we don't- Girl power. We women technically don't need men. We can have children without men if we wanted to. Um, but that's great that he supports that. Useless. Because, I mean, yeah, um, that's a different pod for another time. Uh, but Claire is a very strong independent woman based off of what we've seen um, from her previous appearances on television. And uh, Dale, some fun facts, he loves Oprah. So, and then he, uh, his favorite game is Hungry Hungry Hippos. You know, who doesn't love Oprah? And who doesn't love Hungry Hungry Hippos? Those are, that's a great combo. I mean, I'm, sign me up, man. Yeah, and, I don't think I've, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever asked anybody to play Hungry Hungry Hippos with me and then say no. I also don't remember the last time I played Hungry Hungry Hippos, but... I think we, we had it. I'm so think, sorry. No, no, no. We bought the game at Target one time when we were younger. But then yeah. mom, my we were living, we were living, but mom only wanted us to play it like when she was awake, <laughs> because when she was trying to nap, she's like, girls, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> Love you, mom. Yeah. Didn't we get rid of it because Sabrina was born and the balls were really small? Probably. Thank you. Thank you, Sabrina. Yeah. Shout out Sabrina for being a baby <laughs> and for babies un unwarranted nature to put things in her mouth. Anyway. Yeah. Um, his favorite indulgence is a good martini and a perfectly cooked steak. Uh, Dale, call me if this thing doesn't work out. (laughs) Uh, let's see what else, uh, Chris Harrison had to say. Um, Chris says that he really leaves his mark early on the the season and that he's never seen somebody leave a bigger impression on Claire. Mm, We shall see. All right. Mm. Next guy. Damn. Damar. They're also saying that about all these men, though, so let's what? see. About leaving, a, like, a big impression? Damar. Damar. He seems just, like, an overall, like, nice guy. Like, You're listening. What's up, Damar? Damar. Like, I want to be his, I want to be his friend. Like, he just seems so dope. Dude, Damar looks like a cool dude, and he is very handsome. I like his smile. He's, he seems dope. Uh, he is 26. He's a spin cycling instructor from Scottsdale, Arizona. Thank and you, kill that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems like, you know, like, yeah, come on, you, you can do it, ladies. Meanwhile, I'm in the back of the spin class dying and wanting to throw up. Just very on brand. Felt that. Yeah. At 26 years old, Damar is ready to find his wife and is diligently on the hunt. Uh, He, you know, what was it? He's a very popular spin instructor, and he says he can get on that bike and spin to any beat thrown his way. I'm curious, you know, I'm curious to see if he has any TikToks of this. Um, Damar works hard and wants a woman who will appreciate his appetite for success. He is an only child. He's close to his parents. Um, he wants to find a woman who hopes, uh, will join him and his mom on their Starbucks coffee dates, and then they get in on the action when he shoots hoops with his dad. So very involved, you know, with, with, yeah, yeah, that's good that you have a good relationship with your parents. And, uh, let's see, he writes poetry in his spare time, but he wouldn't consider himself to be a poet. 
What, was that a turn off for you? No, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, You're like, poetry. Oh. Um, I, don't, I don't think I've ever had a poem written for me. You haven't had a poem? No, have you had a poem? I haven't had a poem, but I did have somebody, um, I had somebody write like a note for me. I think you could guess which, which X it was. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it was, it was very awkward. I was like, oh, okay. Um, sure. It's funny because I write letters technically to people I really like. So that's the irony. Hey, um, yeah, right. his dream job is to be a DJ on the Las Vegas strip. And yeah, that's a, that's the DJs in Vegas. I feel like are like at a different level. You have to have like a lot of energy. Maybe so, Demar's got what it takes. Maybe. There's, there's got to be something weird about him. There has to be. And he I seems too great. I couldn't tell if it was, yeah, right? I couldn't tell if it was the Starbucks coffee dates. But then I was like, it's with his mom. But then I was like, it's with his mom. And then shooting hoops with that. Like, maybe, maybe his, him and his family are too close. Hmm. Maybe. I mean, we have seen that with Peter Weber's family, so... Um, Denver, that's gotta be weird, dude. That's gotta be a weird spot to be put in where it's like your future wife or your family. Like, people who get into the wow, that's gonna be tough. Anyways, I'm no, 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 no. Like, this is a this is an open forum, so like, you make a really good point. I mean, like, if we like, let's say I brought somebody home, lol, like, I would want my significant other to like obviously get along with everybody and like enjoy spending time with you guys but i i wouldn't be like okay i'm gonna force you to like on on sundays we watch the dolphins with dad so you have to watch although dad might force him anyway and then just like you have to spend like at least two hours with sabrina you know like i I don't know how yeah it's kind of weird um basically he wants his first time skiing or snowboarding to be in Denver. And his favorite wine is Cabernet Sauvignon, which is mine. What's your wine of choice, Mira? I don't think I, I don't think I've had, I have one. Isn't that kind of sad? No. I mean, what, you're more of a vodka person, right? No. I thought you were. Um, no, I, I, can't, I'm more of a margarita. Oh, margarita. Yeah. You know? yes. Or like, um, what else? I, I do like martinis. Those things are strong. Yeah. But martinis aren't bad either. They are not. They're pretty good. So Chris Harrison says that Damar is a good dude. He's a great hype man, which we totally can totally tell right off the bat from this bio. He's very out of the box, but he's very mature. Um, this is the guy that you do want to be your spin instructor. And basically he says that he will be a bachelor nation fan favorite. He was a fan favorite for the crew, the producers and the guys of the house. So stay tuned. Let's look out for Damar. All right. This next guy, easy. And it's spelled like, yeah, it's like easy, like G easy. All right. Thoughts about easy. He also looks like a like a retired football player. I feel like that too. Uh, however, he seems 
really, he seems nice. However, I wouldn't be surprised if he was trying to sell me, like, Cutco knives or Tedco knives. <laughs> That's so specific. And he's, like, one of those people who's on Instagram, and he's, like, you know, I was nothing after high school, but I then I joined this. It's like tummy tea, but for men. Well, that's what that's what the bachelor people do. Like after they've been off the show, is that they do spawn con. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what he seems like. He seems like he would try to sell me something. Yeah, but he looks really nice. Like um, who knows? Maybe he's bad at sales. Well, that's a very bold <laughs> move for like his skin tone shirt. You know? Yeah, but, I, but it works. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just these guys are pulling out all the stops with like their outfits of choice. Yeah, uh, right. Easy is 29. He's a sports marketing agent. That seems very like accurate. Uh, he's from Newport Beach, California, and it says it's easy to see what makes Easy such a great catch. I see what oh you did God. there, <laughs> ABC interns. Um, with a smile that lights up the room, a great career, and a fun personality to match, Easy is the total package. He did play in the NFL for four years, um, but he decided to shift gears and move into the marketing side of sports, where he's now a very successful agent. Um, he still dreams of world domination and shows no signs of slowing down, um, but he's ready to find his queen. He's a hopeless romantic and he's looking for his other half so that way he could be they could be a power couple um and let's see some fun facts nobody hypes easy up better than himself so we've got another hype man he hates insects especially the ones that fly amen oh my god <laughs> felt that though i felt that um his dream is to own the new york yankees that's very ambitious and Mira, I feel like you would like this one. He has seen every episode of Grey's Anatomy. Dude, it is really fun when you met when you meet another Grey's Anatomy fan because yes, it is work and it <laughs> is a lot of your time. And sometimes it isn't good. Like, but it's just a show that you've gotta finish. And it became so bad. And not bad, it like it, it, it it's good. Yeah, but it was already clinging up. Like, it was it was hanging by its teeth before that. Um, after season nine, it for me personally, and then, like, after Derek Daddy, yeah, that was, like, kind of the finishing thing. But, um, spoilers. But, yeah, Grey's Anatomy is a lot. But good for him. Like, that's a committed dude. Maybe he hyped himself up to watch the whole freaking series. Yeah, what season is it on now? Dude, I don't know, 17? <laughs> God. Like, 15. Uh, and you're still watching, though? No. Like, I, that's another thing, too, is I stopped because I was working, and it, and, like, school, I think I stopped my sophomore year of college, and I haven't really, like, I kind of watched it. I've watched a lot of old episodes, but, um, after a certain season, yeah, after a certain <laughs> season, it was just, like, of course, you can't, you can't not watch the Denny scene. <laughs> the um, Denny art. But yeah, after, dude, stop bringing up on the crap. But after everyone was leaving, um, it just, it's, and then like, it just started going into a different path, like a different show. Um, still good, still great acting. But then it was just like, the things that they were trying to do to keep it alive, I was like, I was like, ah, oh, this storyline's over. Like, just get rid of it. It's okay to close a chapter okay to end a series 
Well, you know, you just gave me an idea. Um, a future season of Shame Watch TV, maybe Grey's Anatomy, because uh, oh, I, yeah. I, I've only seen like some parts of episodes. Miranda knows that I actually like get kind of queasy when I see like medical procedures on TV, which is weird because I started watching my six hundred pound life on TLC. Oh. Um, so Miranda would be like, cover your eyes, and then there'd be like, obviously everything's fake, but I'm like, oh, blood. But then I don't mind like watching like uh, crime shows. Anyway, that's a sidebar. We're getting on a tangent, but easy. Yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> Commitment. That means he's committed. Um, apparently, Chris Harrison says that uh, he, he comes in hot on night one. He's a bundle of energy, and he gives good face. So, like, when he, when Chris Harrison goes into the house and, like, talks to the, the group, um, he always looks for easy space for reactions. So, very intrigued. All right, next. I'm excited. Yeah, he seems cool. All right, this next guy, his name is Ed. <laughs> what do you think? I don't sweaty. He kind of looks like he's holding in a fart or just farted and doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, he looks <laughs> uncomfortable in this photo and it's making me uncomfortable. Like, and he's like not he's... a bad looking dude. No, but I'm picturing, yeah, he's athletic. He's a really big head. And that's not a bad thing. It's just, I'm just explaining it. Um, he's a really big head. And I feel like you'd see this guy in your friendly gated community neighborhood in like a gray shirt running. And he's like really sweaty. He's got a sweaty. He's probably like know. with a dog too. Yeah. Yeah, maybe with a dog. And he's like pulling out his Bluetooth. He's the kind of person that when they stop jogging, they're still running in place. Or, like, when they have to stop because they're stopping at a light. Yeah, like no, I, I can see that. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he also gives me... So, the other guy, Brandon, was, like, the quote-unquote Italian stallion. But I think he looks more like Rocky Balboa. I think Ed looks more like Rocky. Maybe they bit. accidentally switched their bios. I'm just Well, let's we, see what he's all about. Let's see what he's about. He's 36. He's a healthcare salesman, and he's from Miami, Florida. Hey. Hey, 305. Hey, we've got roots there. So, Ed, after dating around and being single for the last year, he's finally in a place mentally and professionally to make finding his soulmate a priority. You know, got to be in the right mindset. Okay. Um, he is looking to find a woman who has natural beauty without looking overly fake. Wonder what his thoughts are on plastic surgery. Uh, let's see. He wants to look for a woman who can joke around and be playful, um, and somebody who can enjoy his many aquatic hobbies, like kayaking or paddleboarding. And, um, let's see. He is serious about getting married and is hoping to return home with Claire by his side, never to be single again. And I'm going to tell you something. You're not the one. <laughs> like, I, he, I... I don't, I can't see Ed winning. <laughs> I can't either. I don't know, he doesn't, like, there, you know when you just know which one? Or maybe you just know which one is not the answer? Ed doesn't seem like the answer. He doesn't, I think, like, he'll be on Bachelor in Paradise. I think he will. We'll see. Maybe. We, we probably will see him. Um, oh, here's, here's my, funny. here's my big turnoff, though. Ed loves all-inclusive resorts like sandals you know like it's like 
Yeah, just like he's. It's kind of like in the office when Michael uh, when Michael Scott comes back from sandals, like the sandals. Yeah, right. <laughs> like beachy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's wow. Like he probably has like a travel agent. It's like guys, I got a whole like deal. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go on vacation. We're gonna go to sandals. sandals. <laughs> yeah, um, right, dude. So let's see what Chris Harrison has to say about Ed. Um, he says, don't judge a book by its cover. Whoops. Uh, Chris did. And he thought that he was a meathead with no substance, but he was wrong. It turns out he's very deep, very thoughtful, very interesting. Um, Chris says that the more that they got to know Ed, the more that they fell in love with him. Oh, crap. Now I'm like, what if he's amazing and we just talked shit about his love for sandals. I still um, don't think he's it. I'm not falling for this. <laughs> um, and Chris Harrison says that awkwardly, he spends a lot of time with Ed. So there has to be some kind of moment that happens in the show for him to say that. Probably he spent a lot of time with Chris because he wasn't interesting enough for Claire. <laughs> because he doesn't look very, he doesn't look like the one he's going to win. He doesn't look like the one. We're just going to say it right now. You heard it here first, folks, on Shame Watch TV. All right, next up, we have, we have Garen. What Garen. Garen. He looks very mature. He, he looks like he buys drinks for people because he definitely has the money, too. Yes, and Miranda, it's, it's, funny, you, it's funny you say that. Because uh, his bio is going to reveal that. What, what were your thoughts, though, before I proceed? No, yeah, he just looks like the one who's like, I'm the manager. I've got guys. It's on me. And everyone's like, Darren, no, please. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm rich. <laughs> and well, like, I'm that cool boss. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do you want to find out, guess what his job is? Dude, is he a bar owner? No, actually, he's a professor of journalism at, oh, wow. at the University of Southern California, USC. Uh, he's, he's 34. He's from North Hollywood. Um, yeah, he teaches journalism. Your girl is a journalism major. And low-key, for a while, I was like, if I, if I wanted to get my master's, I was like, maybe USC? Like, I feel like I, I know that I'm smart enough to get into that school, but also money, like, help me. Because uh, you don't make a lot of money. Yeah, right. You don't make a lot of money in journalism, like in the field. But perhaps being a professor, he probably does buy all the drinks for his friends. So the, I don't know. Professors don't really get paid, anyways. <laughs> oh well, that sucks. We need to pay our teachers more, and I say that also because Miranda, Miranda is a student teacher. All right, so Garen. Yeah, it sucks. Anyways. No, you're the, the non-funding, not the teaching. <laughs> Garen is a good old Florida boy who describes himself as an extrovert by nature. Um, yeah, he teaches at USD. He um, takes great pride in shaping the minds of future television reporters. And um, his most recent relationship taught him a lot about love and life. And he's an optimist, so he recently realized that he needs to go through that heartbreak in order to learn what type of love he wants for the future. And so now he's ready to go after it. You know, we, we you know, we support people who go after, um, you know, go after what they want. Uh, he, wants yeah. a, he wants a queen by his side to start a family and pursue their dreams. 
um, somebody with their own goals. And yeah, Maria, this is perfect. He loves to make sure that people around him are having a good time and is happy being the source of energy for the night. So I feel like he totally would be buying drinks for people. Um, Okay. Yeah. So he studied abroad in Ghana and he said it was the best trip of his life. He has, um, he is the first to admit that he has trouble with punctuality. Same here. It's bad. I'm working on it. And um, he spends his time planning and hosting a local concert series and loves to get the party started. So. Oh, yeah, I just realized. Hmm. And I'm, I, I just realized this has two pages to it. I was like, I wonder how many men I left. And there was nine. And then there was a second page. Oh, yeah, we're barely on you're the telling me, You're telling me that, what do you mean we're barely, this is going in alphabetical order? Yes. What? You're telling me that there's this many guys? How many, how many get killed off? Killed off. How many killed off. get eliminated? Damn. I know. How many of, get eliminated in the first one? A lot of people it kind of depends. Like, I, a lot of people, usually I think maybe, like, at least six to eight. Ed is going to be one of them. <laughs> um, it's kind of hard to, to assume, though, because with this change up with Taisha, like, are they going to bring some guys back? Ooh, you know what I mean? Like, and you're like, I just don't know. Like, we don't know. Um, I can't believe this is alphabetical order, and we're on the G. <laughs> we're, we're, it jumps a few letters, I promise you. Miranda, okay. See, Miranda loves The Bachelor. I'm, I'm convinced. I'm having fun. I just did not know there were, there, there were this many men. There's, there's a lot. And this is, these are the people, like, after being recasted and all that. This is, this is a shit show. This is a shit show of a season. We are here for it. Yeah. Um, Chris Harrison said that Garen, um, comes in studious, smart, and with all the trappings you think with, uh, that would come with being a professor, he's not afraid to bare his soul. So apparently he had a warning for students. Ooh, I don't know what that means. Interesting. All right, next we have Ivan. He's a cutie. Yeah, he looks sweet. Although this is probably not his best picture. No, probably not, but he looks sweet. Cut his his face is clean. His hair is clean. He looks nice. I like it. He has like a a nice form-fitting shirt. You can see his chain. It's nice. I like it. Um, He looks like the guy who could be a good buddy, who could be a good buddy in your college math class. Oh, yeah. Like, ah, I didn't. Yeah. Like, that's my, that's my man buddy. Yeah, something like that. That's what he looks like to me. Uh, that's a good, that's a good. Well, he had to have probably taken a lot of math courses, Miranda, because he's 28 and he's an aeronautical engineer from Dallas, Texas. Hey, Texas. Hey, what's up? So, Ivan is no average Joe, Miranda. In fact, some say he's got it all. Some may say he's got it all. Movie star looks. A loving and supporting okay. family for his like these ABC interns. Yeah. Um, Tell me a, something. A loving and supportive family and a seriously cool job building jets for the US military. Dang. Um, yeah, how is he still single? Um, he was born in Chicago, but he grew up in Plano, which is a suburb of Dallas. 
He's very close with his mom, and he says he talks to her every day. That could be good or that could be bad. <laughs> um, and he says, after making it a point to have fun and enjoy the single life in his mid-20s, Ivan says his single bachelor days are far behind him, and it's time to settle down. So, yeah, at 28, he's ready. Um, he's looking for somebody beautiful, smart, and ambitious. Okay, here's, here's the thing. Uh, he says intelligence is a huge aphrodisiac. Intelligence is sexy. I'm not going to lie. I, I think it is. I, I always mm -hmm. just assumed that aphrodisiacs, though, were like physical items. You know, like oysters. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, aren't bananas? Aren't yeah, bananas. bananas. Um, spicy foods like alcohol like I, I just I just didn't know that a that a trait could be an aphrodisiac so if you are like a word nerd and want to like clarify that for us hit us up at shame watch pod um but nothing it turns him on more than getting into a spirited debate with a woman he loves so it better be like one of it better be like a playful argument you know um, and Claire is very, very, like, forward, so we shall see how that goes. <laughs> um, here's something about him, though, about Ivan. He's a recovered croc enthusiast. That kind of- What does that even mean? Like, he was, he probably owned a few pairs of crocs. Yeah, crocs aren't my favorite shoe. As a matter of fact, they're, they're really- low low on the bottomless um of shoes for me however they are making a comeback and i it's kind of annoying yeah especially in college it's like a thing and it's kind of annoying because to me crocs have always been hideous <laughs> as a child and and it's just it's just a shoe that people choose to now it's becoming really expensive it used to be cheap shoes yeah and now it's cheap. like they look cheap they look like they're made of styrofoam like Bennett but, doesn't have these shoes them. probably dude yeah no but like just crocs out of all the shoes like complain or put another bullet point dude because <laughs> that was not it Come on, Ivan. Yeah, like, this was not. It says, not, he's, a, he's, a, with this he says he, he's a recovered enthusiast. So, like, maybe he like had an epiphany. Like, hey, Crocs are shitty. Yeah, maybe he maybe he saw the air in his ways and the air of judgment. Um, maybe that's a sign of maturity because I'm sure Crocs aren't. Dude, something. It's just something about the Crocs. It's like what is that? Uh, it's like Uggs. Uggs are <laughs> so ugly. I remember saying this in high school and my ex was there, and I was like, Ugg is half of ugly. Like, that says so much about the shoe brand. And I was like, Uggs are so disgusting. They're also strangely making a comeback. I don't know why people don't leave styles in the past. People, shoulder pads? You know what? I actually shouldn't say anything about shoulder pads because sometimes they do hit. But this is, <laughs> this is real. Uggs and Crocs, Sperry's are also getting there. <laughs> just get rid of them you don't need them they're what are like those ones like sorry what are those ones called like guys wear them a lot are they birkenstocks like like you just slip your those fishermen <laughs> yeah no i think those no those are for women burks are for women i think 
And for the guys, is it like that <laughs> ugly khaki color that you see with guys who like to fish a lot or you see with guys who play soccer? Yeah, I would know because I dated a soccer guys. Yeah. Those are Sperry's. And they used to be cool. And now it's like every little sixth grade boy has them. Aww. And it's it's just don't wear those shoes. Crocs, Uggs, Sperry's, stay away. Okay. It, it's funny it's that we say this because we're called Shame Watch. So we're like, like what you like, you know, love what you love. But Miranda does have no, a point no. there. <laughs> <laughs> They're ugly. Not those three things. Those um, are bad. So Chris Harrison says that Ivan is quiet, soft-spoken, and extremely likable. His nickname is Sweet Ivan. Um, do the nice no. guys ever finish first? Sometimes they do. Hmm. Interesting. Also, Chris Harrison says that he is the best sleeper that he has ever seen. He can sleep through anything. He's a world-class napper, and nothing could move him, which reminds me of that time that Miranda saved me when I almost fell off the bed <laughs> a few years <Yeah>. ago. <laughs> yeah, that's a story for another pod, man. That's a, yeah, that's a, that's a story for another episode, so, you know, we might, we might put that on Patreon. Uh, Chris Harrison has a theory about this guy, but he didn't really want to go into it. Um, all he said is that he's good people. I'm curious to know what That's Chris good. really thinks. Hey guys, it's your girl Olivia Slap and Swat is here. I decided to cut the episode short. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're going to pick up where we left off tomorrow for part two of the Bachelorette preview. I decided to do this because my sister and I ended up talking about the contestants for three hours. And let's be honest, are you going to listen to a three-hour episode? I mean, kudos if you did. I totally would love you, but I decided to make it easier for everyone else. So you can expect part two on the feed on Tuesday, October 13th. That's just in time for the premiere, guys. That's going to air on ABC. And for the whole season of Shame Watch TV, we're going to be covering The Bachelorette. It's going to be a hot mess. It's going to be amazing. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash shamewatch and sign up for any tier, really. But you can sign up for as low as $2 a month. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and thank the patrons that make this show possible. We got Kenny Madison from Austin, Texas. Aaron O. Salinas from Austin, Texas, Jean Fight from Bowling Green, Ohio, Alan Smith from Leander, Texas, Bradley McPherson from Tulsa, OK, Jennifer Steinberg from Austin, Texas, Heraclio Gonzalez from Austin, Texas, Ian Keegan from Gillette, Wyoming, Danny Cantu from San Marcos, Texas, Miranda Suarez from San Antonio, Texas. Irene Suarez from San Antonio, Texas, and Nolan Barger from Oklahoma City, OK. Well, and with that being said, that's been our episode of Shame Watch. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, guys, like I said, part two, look out for it tomorrow, Tuesday, October 13th. It's going to be awesome. Dive at your own risk. <laughs>